Hey, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to a Monday episode of brand new Chad Prather Show. Going to get into it today. Uh, we're here in the Mothership Studio 22, the Puppet Master Mark Candice, the Queen of the Ethiopians. Driving us into the nether regions of all things uh, Donald Trump. Reappearance, reemergence, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be exciting. Going to talk about it, Lisa Page. Lisa Page made me do it. It was so good to hear from he him. Just, oh, he looked good. He looked <laughs> he really good. Fan- he was like an fantastic. hour and a half late. Yeah, man, he knows. People didn't care. I liked hearing from Trump. It was nice. Have you ever been to CPAC? No. I love it. You went last year. Did you go last year? I go every year. Didn't go this year, though. No, no one here. I don't think any, well, a couple people. I just couldn't do the mask mafia thing. No. You know, I couldn't go out there and and be forced to wear a mask around all those people. I wasn't going to do it. Didn't um, Instagrammer Benny Johnson got kicked out of it? Well, no, it was... uh, uh, Or DC Drano. DC Drano. It was a Rogan O'Hanley. Yep. And uh, also um, Austin Fletcher, Fleckus Talks. Uh huh. They both, they're doing hard time now. They got kicked out. And I mean, all, all Rogan did was take his mask down to take a picture with a fan. So bad. And, and they went crazy. And so wrote him a citation and the whole thing. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. We'll get into a lot of that stuff. But uh, Party Foul Steve's over there. You, you feel good. You just sound like garbage. I know. I woke up. Everything stopped up. Yeah. Not everybody can be like me. Feel good, look good, sound good. It's amazing. <laughs> I just sound a little off today. I just a little something going I on. I sound like Lisa Page. <laughs> my sinuses have been crazy, though. My, my allergies have been going crazy ever since Snowmageddon. Mm, really? Yeah. My Snowmageddon. Too, it, well, I think it was ahead of this big rain that kind of we had, you know, come in yeah. the last two days. And well, now and everything's... Pushed in, and it was just like I woke up, eyes were kind of swollen shut and puffy. And I mean, I drank yesterday, but I didn't drink that much. Yeah. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> sure. I saw some pictures of him, some Sunday fun day pictures. I was like, oh, he's on the sauce. <laughs> no, I only drank beer yesterday. And yeah. Maybe 10 shots. <laughs> maybe 10. Um, I got to wear, I can't wear boots. Can't get boots on my foot because my gout. What? Yeah, it's gout in my ankle. It's crazy. Jeez. Keeps you, on what's going. wrong with you two? It, we're falling apart. And we're old. We're falling apart. But at least I'm walking without the walker. It's just good. Uh, it's a good weekend. Uh, this is going to be a great week. It's going to be a fantastic week. And I am so proud of everybody who uh, got our cloud-covered shirt. Uh, talking about uh, Snowmageddon, our Snowvid 21 shirts. The proceeds of which uh, so much of that's being able to go to charity, cloud-covered streets. Cloudcover Street's a great organization. Uh, they're based out of Arizona. Uh, they have these mobile units, these trailers that they pull out, and they have showers and laundry, and they have haircut stations, and so the homeless folks can come in there, they get them cleaned up, then they help them find jobs. So awesome. And in, and in most cases, they actually employ a lot of homeless people. They do some really good stuff, so they're cleaning up the streets or getting folks gainfully employed. And um, I grew familiar with them a few weeks ago, and then the Snowmageddon hit. And we were able to sell some T-shirts, and, and we're going to have a whole new mobile unit for the Fort Worth area. And we're, we're going to keep on going. We're going to keep getting them in these, all these cities. That's so great. Everywhere. And all those shirts have started shipping out today. Yeah. Finally, finally yeah. got them off the press. There, there was a lot of ships, uh, yeah. shirts that got printed. So it was, uh, uh, if you ordered one of those, it's on the way. That and, turnaround was pretty quick because you only posted that. Not very long ago. Well, we, we posted shirts. it on. So the snow stuff started hitting on that Sunday. We yeah. were posting it on that Monday. Yeah. And that's, that's, this is two, two weeks, weeks now. Two weeks today, yeah. So uh, with all things considered of being able to get the shirts in, the, like the blanks, mm-hmm. you know, because we had to get it shipped to us before we could print them. Yeah. So there's a lot that went on and a lot was hindered that first week because of the snow. But 
everything was everything was de- delayed post office ups all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. got yeah. delayed and, it, and then it all seemed like they caught up yeah and uh, everything came in at and once it, everything came in at once right and it's like from amazon amazon was like boom 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 but our everything said it was going to be two or three days from now and then it shows up two or three days early mm-hmm. but we're, so. we've been rocking and rolling i mean it's good to do good things for people Mm-hmm. People are like, well, why do you do these things? I got these homeless people. They live 500 feet from my house, and I, they're pooping on the streets and doing drugs. Well, you don't need to be living 500 feet from a from a. I mean, do something about it yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot that can be done. Let's not forget the dignity of human beings, mm-hmm. right? In regardless of their lot in life and their place and, and whatever's going on, and and not everybody that's homeless is mentally ill. Not everybody that's homeless is on drugs. Not everybody out there is. Some people fall on some hard times, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you were virtually homeless for a little while. After, I living on the cusp. Yeah, after that fourteen thousand. <sighs> Can you start a GoFundMe for me, please? Mm-hmm. My house is getting torn up right now, so that's why. Yeah. I mean, I spent a couple of nights in my truck a time or two. But <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> like Me too. Back I don't even day. have a car I don't know to live in, you guys. Back in the day when I was traveling the streets and, and going up and down the road doing all the work stuff, and I, w- I was too broke to get hotels, I just sleep in the, I just sleep in the car, sleep in the truck. It was good stuff. Uh, speaking of trucks, I have a beautiful truck, uh, and uh, I love my truck. It would take me, I need like a stepladder to get into your it's truck. truck. It's very it's tall. Big truck. I'm very much, it's an overcompensating truck. Yeah. It's not it's short person friendly. I was no. going to say, are you compensating for I, something? I am, I, am, I am compensating for my <laughs> mediocre maleness, uh, Caucasian maleness. Uh, but, but let me tell you something. If you love your truck, you need to talk to the folks over at Road Armor, our good, good friends. Uh, Road Armor offers American-made bumpers that are built on quality protection and style. Uh, Road Armor is the originator of the smooth steel bumpers. Uh, they started in 2000, and not all replacement bumpers are created equal. I want to encourage you to experience the difference that Road Armor has. It's the Road Armor difference. There's no substitute for a Road Armor bumper, 100% made in the USA. Texas strong. All products are backed by their lifetime guarantee. They pride themselves on building bumpers to the highest quality style and protection that are suited to various lifestyles, interests. They're tough, and they are beautiful on your truck. Road Armor's meticulous attention to detail, advanced manufacturing technology, and the highest grade steel provide a technically superior product using the highest quality materials. Their mission is to produce products that are irreplaceable as a piece of equipment that protects what matters most inside and outside of your vehicle. They proudly support, hire, and mentor first responders and veterans of every cast. And by purchasing Road Armor products, you're not only buying a product focused on style and protection, but also helping to support truly life-changing organizations, such as our friends at American Valor Foundation. They're passionate about giving back to our first responders and veteran communities and do so through charitable donations, event integration, and giveaways on behalf of the organization. Go to RoadArmor.com. Use promo code BLAZE50. They're going to save you 50% off your first purchase. RoadArmor.com, promo code BLAZE50. Be right back. Your husband, I was on his show the other day. Were you? And he was grilling me. Really? About our relationship. And what? I was like, listen, Stu. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> no, he was he was asking a lot of questions about, you know, every time I see him, he's like, so how's Lisa doing on the show? I'm like, Lisa does great on the show. You know she does great on the show. <clears throat> and we got to talking about your, um, like, the, just the politics and stuff like that. I said, she chimes in. I said, but when I mentioned Britney Spears. <laughs> 
So I finally watched the Britney Spears documentary. And? Uh, I, I don't know who, 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 I, the whole thing is a, is a, is a crapshoot in my opinion. Uh, I don't know what to believe on the whole deal. I would have loved in that documentary to have been able to hear actually from some of them. Yeah. Like her dad, Jamie Spears, because, because she's obviously not a hundred percent there. Mm-mm. I mean, you just watch it. I mean, unless she's really putting on an act about being crazy. No, she's definitely not there. And so do you agree with the conservatorship or not? No, I think that he, the dad's got to get out of there. Get, they all got to get out of the way. Let her, if she way. wants to blow all of her money, let her blow all of her money. Right, right, yeah. It's her money. Yeah. And you notice how they had her brother on. Yeah. But I think that that interview was, that interview was done a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I think that interview was done way before all of the most recent stuff that's come out you know yeah. on her and all we see is what she posts on instagram and is just the most bizarre it's bizarre yeah which all i say is don't let your child become a child star yeah period this don't let for, yeah yeah but that girl golly man you talk about i see i've always said people people are not built for fame Mm-mm. they're not built for fame Mm-mm. you're not supposed to have that many eyeballs and scrutiny on you all the time and that paparazzi stuff that's just constantly just click 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 click, click, click right in your face yeah. I mean, anybody would go crazy with that stuff. Well, yeah, especially when you're a minor. You know, Justin Bieber's got a song out, too. It's, it's the same thing, yeah. you know, like reflecting back on his childhood, his career. When he was 15, I remember interviewing him when he was 15. Mm-hmm. And 100 people around him, the manager, Scooter Braun, all of the record reps, and all of it. And just would not let us ask him anything other than the <coughs> standard, yeah. you know, typical boring stuff. But imagine being managed like that all the time, all 24-7 time. when you're 14, 15, you have all this money. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm looking at like Britney. She's crying in these interviews and stuff like that. I'm like, well, you could have moved back to Mississippi. Yeah, you could have went back to uh, um, but, Kentwood, so, Louisiana. So that's the deal. I mean, they 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 get into this lifestyle. They make all this money. They make get all this fame. Then they then they're like, oh, I'm crying. My life's falling apart. Now just cash out and go home. Right. But there's a part of them. I think it drives them. Like you can't get enough. It's an insatiable drug. Yeah, they love the, fame the attention, the, the fame, the, the money, the, yeah. all of that. Weird. It's weird. I encourage people to watch it just as a cautionary tale. And on another wait, on another note on the documentaries, <laughs> I just need you to add, you need to watch Fake Fame too. Okay, that's another. That's my one. life. I was going to say that's me too. That's my I, life I right there. Yeah, you guys need to watch it. It's on I think HBO Max. We watched it a couple weeks ago, and it's an experiment because you love experiments, and they take three random people that don't have a lot of followers on Instagram, and they make them famous, and okay. they. You know, they, they set them up in these glamorous pictures, but it's really like the one of the girls and it has she, her head in, in like just a, a baby pool with rose petals everywhere. But it looks like the picture they took, she's at this very expensive spa and all of a sudden you see how these three people, what happens with their audience and yeah. the people that follow them and all these brands start following one of them. One guy, I don't want to give it all away, but it is... It is very eye-opening to see how some of these top influencers on Instagram, like, are yeah. they legit or is yeah. this just fake? Well, speaking of social media influencers, uh, you know the George Floyd trial is coming up, right? So what they've done in Minneapolis, uh, the George Floyd, of course, Derek Chauvin, uh, who everybody remembers from this past summer, the George Floyd uh, situation, and they're paying six different social media influencers $2,000 a day or $2,000 each to relay approved information about the trial. So rather than, because they're saying, well, people aren't following the media, they're not following the news, so we're gonna hire 
social media influencers to talk about the trial so people can get their information about i mean what in the hell could go wrong right so just yeah hang let's some just, money in front of them yeah and let's get social media influencers to talk but, about what what matters to them right with what? the trial not reporting the trial right let's just talk about what matters to me you know I, how pathetic is it though that now you've got to turn to these influencers that know nothing about it but yeah. they're only doing it based on the amount of money they're getting and you're going to yeah. follow them and but that's take- like you know in war they fly over cities and drop pamphlets this is just the technology that we're they're able to put that message well i can tell you this minneapolis the courthouse there where they're going to do that trial um they have turned that thing into a fortress it starts march 8th uh concrete barrier security fencing barbed wire beefed up security presence including national guard um gonna get interesting in minneapolis folks uh hurricane's coming (laughs) i would not want to be in that city okay (laughs) they find it guilty are they still going to burn the city down uh, yes, I was going to go with yes. Yeah, do you, and you, I bet you those riots are going to start firing up again. No matter what. They're going to burn it down, Candyzy. <laughs> They're going to burn it down to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Now, this Take is it just to a, the ground. That's just a prediction. You're not inciting people to burn it down, right? Yeah. All right, let's just. I'm, no, I'm telling you, they're going to. Yeah. They're going to. I hope they don't. Don't do it. You know, Trump, Trump said that uh, he had ordered uh, National Guard prison, like 10,000. To, to to secure the Capitol. And Pelosi turned it down. Pelosi said no. She nixed it on, on January 6th. Uh, so was that true? I don't know. Um, I like old Trumpy Trump. Trump was a CPAC. He emerged like a groundhog, came out and kind of gave us a prediction of the future, said he's not starting a, a third party, uh, hinted about running again in 2024. Uh, a lot of interesting speculation going around out there with the things he said. Hey, do you miss me yet? Uh, uh, <laughs> this play, country's uh, become a disaster <laughs> the last six weeks. Let's, let's play. Let's play clip number one, Marcus. Maybe. There Look he at Trump. is. He's handsome. There he is. I want you to know that I'm going to continue to fight right by your side. We will do what we've done right from the beginning, which is to win. We're not starting new parties. New parties. You know, they kept saying, he's going to start a brand new party. We have the Republican Party. It's going to unite and be stronger than ever before. I am not starting a new party. That was fake news. (coughs) Fake news. No. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Let's start a new party and let's divide our vote so that you can never win. No, we're not interested in that. I miss that guy right there. I miss him so I much. I miss Johnny. Too. I think it would have been cool if he'd have showed up wearing like a buffalo horns and a cape, and <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> I'm back. I'm thinking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, play. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and jump into play clip two, Mark. His campaign was all lies. Talked about energy. I thought. <laughs> I said, you know, this guy actually he's okay with energy. He wasn't okay with energy. Wants to put you all out of business. He's not okay with energy. He wants windmills. The windmills. The windmills that don't work when you need them. Joe Biden has had the most disastrous first month of any president in modern history. That's true. Already the Biden administration has proven that they are anti-jobs, anti-family, anti-borders, anti-energy, anti-women and anti-science. 
In just one short month, we have gone from America first to America last. There you go. I mean, you know, it's the worst in history. I love it. <laughs> I, I love, love I, it. I, I, I get such a kick out of people who speak in extremes. Like it is the biggest, it's the greatest, it's the craziest, it's the, you know, the worst. I, anyway, and that's Trump, right? But then, but then when you listen to Joe Biden, I mean, I mean, Trump is able to come out there and give over an hour long speech. It's clear. It's concise. Yep. It's Trump. Uh, it's on point. He gets the base fired up. You know, he rallies the troops in there. He says what everybody wants. You know, it's it's a little bit of Trump mixed in with a little bit of policy. He kind of tells you what you're wanting to know. He answers a lot of questions that, that are already milling around in people's minds. Uh, but then when we had Snowmageddon here in Texas and, and Joe Biden comes down uh, and starts to talk about the people who are here that represent this state, this is what you get. Play close attention to this clip. He's getting on a plane. He told me last he came in to see me last event and representatives uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinnell. And uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, <laughs> what am uh, I doing Mayor here? Turner, what George are you Adalgo, doing here? <laughs> That's what we want to know. How the it's hell amazing. did you get to be president? It's amazing. I, I, I was getting ready to, for him to say, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> what that am I doing That probably was going to come out of his mouth eventually, too. And I don't know who the hell Shirley, Shirley Jackson Who's Lee Pinelli? is. Who's Penelope? Penelope. What's the name? Penel. I mean, Joe, you got the names right on a piece of paper. Joe, Look you don't at even the know these people. <coughs> no, it's Sheila Jackson Lee, Joe. It's not Shirley. <laughs> Shirley Temple, maybe, from back in the day. That's what Shirley. you're thinking. Shirley. Oh my God! It's painful to watch him, and it's so—it really is very unfortunate. It's I, cruel. I'm what his? Be, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. Wait a minute! I need some I, Kleenex. Yeah, getting his eye boogers out. Yeah, yeah right. He Funny. just woke up from a nap. I know, and that's where we're at, folks. I mean, this is America. This it's this is America. That's the leader of the free world. And right he's there. two months in. We still have three over three years left with this guy. And if anything, the leaders of our country, the leaders of our government need to be able to speak. Yeah. And the other day he gets on there after having a, having a call with Justin Trudeau. You know, he doesn't go to these countries. No. They don't go to these countries anymore. Now, you could set it up with a Zoom call. See, I am thoroughly convinced. The further I go and I look back on all this stuff, everything with the, the, the pandemic, the scamdemic, the, the, the COVID deal, the pandemic, it was planned out. So that you had to turn the world into one big universal Zoom call. That way you could bring in Joe Biden. Come on, you can't tell me of all of the people running for president on the Democratic Party. All of those people, what was there, like 20,000? And then you had Joe Biden. He, you knew he was their guy. He was the guy. They knew they had to create a scenario whereby they could keep him out of public. He didn't have to go anywhere. He didn't have to travel anywhere, but he's on a Zoom call the other day with um, Justin Trudeau, and afterwards he's like, there's no greater and closer ally to America than Canada. What? What? I mean, I understand if you're talking in proximity. Right, yeah. But, uh, the Canadian people, not too bruh. happy with you, Joe. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. Uh, you, you just yeah, put, yeah. what, like 60,000 people out of jobs, bruh. No greater ally than Canada. I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> 
false. Take Great Britain for 2000, Alex. I mean, where's Israel in that conversation? And if he, I mean, it took him a month. Oh, oh it took, him, took him over a month to ever have a phone call with Bibi Netanyahu. Well, he didn't know it's how to insane. work the phone. What's this, an iPhone? What is this? Get me a rotary. Get Joe exactly. a rotary. I mean, this is, just, this is the kind of crap we're putting up and with. And this is a joke. Yeah. The CPAC was successful. Uh, old, uh, old Ron DeSantis came in there and burned it down, and, and Ted Cruz did a great job. And, um, uh, several several folks. Cotton. Tim Cotton. Tim Cotton. He's my new man. Yeah, you like that? I really loved what he said on Friday. I was like, who's this guy? Okay. Tom Cotton or Tim Cotton? Tim Tom. What's his name? Tom Cotton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, uh, they, I mean, it was good. I, I You know, I... I missed it this year. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. No, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't just have gone either. No, especially now we know how enforced, like how enforced those masks were. Yeah. Forget about it. And they're catching all the Hyatt's catching all this crap for hosting it, and you know everybody wants to cancel culture. Yeah, right, Hyatt. Right. And yep. Blah 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 blah. Hey, I got some great news to share about our friends at Patriot Mobile. Uh, they just expanded their coverage, which is huge, uh, dramatic change, which is going to make it easier for more Americans to dump the big name carriers and change. Uh, over to Patriot Mobile. Listen, the big carriers like Verizon and AT&T, they charge too much, and then they donate the money you pay them to leftist causes. And uh, that's the beauty of partnering with Patriot Mobile here, uh, the Chad Prather Show, because they're never going to send a penny to the left. They're not going to silence you. They're not going to engage in cancel culture. They're not going to shut you down. They're the only Christian conservative wireless provider in America. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the large providers. Charge a whole lot less. Uh, It's easy to switch. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or they'll get you a new one. You can build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. I want you to go to patriotmobile.com slash chad or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans, first responders, you're going to save even more. And this month, you're going to get free premier activation where they're going to set up the phone for you and they're going to send you a special gift with offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or 972 Patriot. Call them today. Be right back. Look at Party Foul Steve over there at the pub. Look at Party Foul Steve. Get that thing over. Hey, oh, Natalie! Oh, oh, Natalie! Oh, 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 it's like magic! It's Party Foul Mom! That's party TV time. magic right there. <laughs> Hashtag stay horned. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag stay horned. It's just not the same, right? It's we just not. snapped and you were there. I know. I came in hot. Coming Let's in pause hot. pause and reflect the old days and the hot box, which was uh, Studio 22. I loved it. You remember those days? I loved those, it. Those are, those are nostalgic. Yeah. I, I love the memory of it. <laughs> I didn't love being there, Mark. I didn't, I didn't enjoy the memory of it. Uh, this place is always freezing. It was hot. So yeah, it was hot I'd, ra- there, I'd, I'd rather, rather have hot. it that way, though. Yeah, I'd rather be hot. Yeah. But you know that time well, Glenn Beck came, the next day the AC was The fixed. AC worked. Glenn came on the yeah. show and he was like, "We got to get you some AC." Yeah. Like, okay, okay, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He Glenn. snapped his fingers and <clears throat> boom, AC. Yeah. Now we. Um, I love. I love the studios here, and um, it's good. Um, what was it going to say? Uh, something about Glenn. But <laughs> I'm coming for you, Beck. <laughs> I, will, I will tell everybody. Uh, just as a side note, the Ragamuffins, myself, the Texas legend Steve Helm, and and uh, 
Ben McPherson, I've started, Bobcat Ben, I've started calling him the stud muffin of the ragamuffins. <laughs> so pretty on that fiddle. Uh, we got a show in Burleson, Texas at Lone Star Cafe this Saturday night. Uh, I think the information's at watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. You can go check it out. Uh, we're going to be hanging out. Well, I just found out we're going to be doing um, uh, Zap Hall down at um, um, Round Top, Texas. I don't know if you've ever been to the big antique fair they do. Antique no, Week. I hear about this, though. Yeah, and they have music every night and stuff like that. We're doing, we're kicking the whole thing off this year. Where's Round Top? It's kind of LaGrange, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So down there in the middle of nowhere, kind of between Houston and Austin. Yep. And we're going to be down there. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, and we got a new single. Uh, what might have been the old Little Texas song uh, that we covered in studios coming out March twelfth. Oh, it'll that's next where, week. It'll be wherever you get your music. Uh, so get it. I'm, we're pretty proud of it. It's great harmonies in there. Those mm. guys are so talented. I just go in there and just kind of do my thing, and and they make me sound good. It's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. It's super fantastic. It's it's fantastic. It's we're not going to start a third party. Best we're not single gonna do it. ever made. I don't know why we would ever do that. I nope. don't know. <laughs> um, not going to do that. Speaking of music, uh, check out these poor kids right here. Play clip four, Mark. Hmm. There's the band. I can't do this. There's the school band right there. They're practicing. They're all in their little their little green tents right there. It looks like a hydroponics station for marijuana or mushrooms. They're like upright um, bed tents. I mean, these kids are going to die from carbon dioxide poisoning, blowing all that air out. Oh. <coughs> and recirculating right back into their little bodies. Yeah, it went from being first chair to first tent. Every kid's got their own little cubicle. <laughs> like little jelly bellies. Little, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like little pods. I always grew up every plastic bag said, you know, may suffocate. Yeah, child. I mean, and now we're putting kids up. in a bag. Yeah, it's awful. It's amazing. It's so it's, awful. They're like little Christmas trees in the band band <laughs> camp. Uh, it, it, they just got them all zipped up in there. Like and a little, uh, you know, sleeping bag situation. I'm surprised they're not making these kids wear the masks while they're blowing their tubas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. I don't know, man. The world's gone crazy. And we normalize this. <clears throat> yeah. Last night, I went to dinner. Um and walked into a Fort Worth restaurant, and the girl who was the hostess, uh, she had her head shaved, which is, I don't care, but I mean, whatever, but I'm just kind of painting a picture for you. Had her head shaved, and it was obviously a girl. She's wearing a mask, and she goes, do you have a mask? And I said, I don't. Uh, you can give me one. And, uh, you know, because I have to walk that 10 feet, sit down at the bar, which is going to lower me two inches lower than the height I was when I was standing. I can't get COVID then. Um, but she had a little pin on her deal that said, my pronouns are uh, he, him. And I was like, really? Really? That's where we are. Uh, so we're not only, we've got these masks that, that are our little religious talisman for our safetyism religion, uh, but now we have to use them as a did little sign for our yourself? pronouns. Like, did, did you restrain yourself or did you engage? You don't usually engage. It ruined my dinner is what it did. Okay. You just call everybody dude. Hey, dude. Yeah. What's up, dude? I, you, you, I, yeah. We're getting Fort Worth, Texas, yeah. baby. We're the crazy is in the world. It is right there in the world. But just think about how asinine that is. Just, just, just the logic behind. You got to walk in a place. Got to put a mask on. You have to walk through the building. You might walk 20 feet. <coughs> you sit down. Your head is now lower than you were when you were standing by maybe a foot at the most. And you could take the mask off while you're supposedly eating. Was sitting there the other day in a, in a restaurant, and this husband and wife were there, and they would take a bite and put their mask right back on. Mm. I mean, like, what do you have to live for? 
that's so important that you got to put a mask on between every sip, between every bite. I mean, and we're normalizing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Normalizing it. I don't care if you wear a mask. Doesn't matter to me. If you, I mean, a mask works in the right place at the right time with the right mask. I mean, obviously it does. If, if wear I'm, two. If I'm you going can wear to sneeze, one for me. If I'm going to sneeze, <coughs> cough. cough, like I've been doing for two weeks now, <coughs> then I cover my mouth. Cover my mouth. If I got a mask, that will at least block the spittle. Oh, but have it you comes ever, out of my face. Have you ever sneezed in a mask? <laughs> oh! And then smelled it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no. And these poor kids are in their damn tent pods. You thought the Matrix was make-believe. It's right. not fantasy. No, we're putting kids in pods now. And these kids that are in the pods don't even know what the hell the Matrix is. Yeah, the Matrix that's why is. they're doing the anal swabs oh, to get your butthole condition for when they start plugging you into the pod. Oh, my. Charging you up with a microchip. Charging you up. That's, that's where right. they're going to plug it right in, right up your butt. Right there. And they're going to be booty. like, you know what? This is perfectly normal mm-hmm. for these Chinese guys to be shoving a swab up my asshole. <laughs> This is stupid. Clench my butt cheeks together. Yeah, you clench? So Are you over there I'm doing clenching. kegels? Yeah. Do your kegels, yeah. people, because they're coming in your butt. Kegels and butt cheek clenches. They're going to be coming for your butt holes. Hey, Dr. Wang. <laughs> Dr. Wang? That's the title for tonight's show, yes. Where'd you go, Dr. Wang? That was a great callback. It? it was a great yeah, callback. But, I need but to do that bit plugs. again sometime. Yeah. Where you at, Dr. Wang? <laughs> I talk about getting a col- uh, colonoscopy. Yeah, and going in there and, and, and Doctor Wang, my little my little Japanese doctor. You know, he's like he gets lost in my butt, <laughs> and then I have a blowout after oh, drinking the, the X lax and I and I turn around and and it's like Doctor Wang, where'd you come from? <laughs> it's hilarious. Wow, yeah, this doctor, conversation doctor, just took a turn. Just blow Dr. Wang right Not for the butt. better. I'm just thinking, what did I miss at I the beginning of the yeah. show? See, well, you show, show up, and now we're like, talking about we're getting now. This. We're not going to have time <laughs> in this segment. Let me, let me do this before we go, because we're, we're going we to we spend more time. Uh, you know, I've said that <clears throat> these first responders out there, law enforcement and EMTs and firefighters and all that, I've added, like, truckers. I've added um, uh, our linemen. linemen and stuff. A New Jersey plumber drives 25 hours straight with his family to help Texans after the winter storm. Uh, Andrew Mitchell and his brother-in-law, uh, plumbing apprentice Isaiah Pinnock. Uh, God bless those guys coming down here. And uh, as you know, there's a lot of pipes bursting and stuff like that. These plumbers down here are going to be pulling up in McLarens and Lambos pretty soon. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. they're charging That's the business, boys. Man. Boom. Yeah. My neighbor's a plumber, and I'm waiting any moment. He's probably just... Uh, Getting ready to move out of my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're moving on up. Find demand. Supply demand. He'll be up uh-huh. the slake. <laughs> That's what makes America great right there is people that are willing to help others and jump yep. in and go and make a little money on, along the way. I mean, you know. That's it, okay. Something to be said for that. Yeah. Uh, you never thought, speaking of your house, it, some people almost did lose their houses and some folks probably did. At least it became a nightmare. But there's another way you can lose your home. And COVID's proven that because since the pandemic hit, cybercrime's been up 75%. And the most serious cybercrime to worry about is home title theft. Cyber criminals, foreign and domestic, here and there, are now after your homes. And it's easier than you'd think for them to get them. The title documents to your homes are online. Thief finds your home's title, forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home to him, and then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you in debt, and you won't know until the late payment 
and eviction notices start to show up. Insurance doesn't cover you. Neither do common identity theft programs. That's why I protect my home with home title lock. The instant home title lock detects anything going on, somebody tampering with your home's title, they will move quick and they will help to shut it down. So I want you to go to hometitlelock.com, register your address, see if you're already a victim, then use code RADIO. You'll receive 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at hometitlelock.com. Go to hometitlelock.com. Hang tight. Yeah, wild and crazy stuff. Um, what's going on in South Lake? What's wrong with you people? Well, I can't look at you anymore. Yeah, you don't live I'm there. Not you people. It's just, it's just you her. live two feet from South Lake. You do. <laughs> I could I could throw a stone and we'd get to Natalie. Yeah. And so one. you actually moved right outside the racist border. Yeah, I went to the <laughs> non-racist <laughs> side. Uh, yeah, she got out at the right time. <laughs> a viral video forced a wealthy Texas suburb to confront racism. This is NBC News. Um, shout out to Demi Lovato for just accelerating that she sure did taking it to the next level that would happen yeah well actually no it was the school that tagged her selena gomez uh kelly clarkson all of these girls that are from our area they were like we need some backup and Mm -hmm. awful what they've done to these parents all the school right carroll independent school district home of the dragon south lake carroll yeah um uh, the video of Carroll High Schoolers shouting the N-word was about to expose the other side of the fast-growing, quickly diversifying community. Um, yeah, it was a dirty secret. South Lake's dirty secret. Yeah, this... Uh, well, that only happens in South Lake, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah, no, yeah. but nowhere you, you, else. What, nowhere else. Kids doing stupid shit? Nowhere yes, else. Yes, kids doing stupid stuff. Every single just, school, every single day. Yeah. Stuff like that happens, yeah. period. Within days, outraged parents, most of them white... Formed a political action committee and began packing school. You can form one of those political action committees quick. Um, Next day. Strong opposition. Um, They were uh, wanting to do the whatever the diversity program or whatever. Yeah. They denounced the diversity plan as Marxist and a leftist indoctrination designed to fix a problem that doesn't exist. Um, There were mandatory classes about about this that the school's like we don't have time for that or not the school this the parents were like we can handle this stuff at home let's right. focus we don't, on we their don't education need the state to come yeah. in and educate yeah. our kids yeah. yes that's that yeah. was being the, that's kids. the pushback um yeah. yeah okay well you're right i mean it did it, 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 uh, kids do stupid things believe it or not believe i'm it or surprised not. all those you kids don't go to private you know school i i heard i heard I heard a bunch of black kids singing some rap music oh. this weekend. No. And you know what they were shouting? Oh. <laughs> the N-word. Oh, of course. It's funny how that works. Totally acceptable. Um, the, um, so, yeah, kids do stupid things. Uh, and there's some stupid music out there. Can, can I add to that? I had a, yeah. uh, y- y'all know I had a personal tragedy. My husband and I lost a very, very, mm-hmm. very good friend to a very tragic situation. And um, on my Instagram, if you go, you'll see a, a picture of him and it just it's from his west point it's west point picture down below somebody i don't know um it was a black guy that said and i i, I wish i had it memorized but it said um be at rest my and then in all 
in all caps, it was N-I-G-G-E-R. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying it, but it said, that's what it said. And then I'm like, and it, and then it had like the pray hands and then hands up or something. And I'm like, I had to go consult one of my awesome friends of color, black girl to say, is this okay to have on my Instagram? I don't know this person. And then, and then so she saw it. We went to his page. No, that is a, that, that is okay for him to say that because he's sending a shout out. That's like my homeboy, which he didn't know him, but now my I'm brother, like, my brother, the white person on my Yep. white girl Instagram, I have to go and ask my friend, do I need to delete this? Yeah. Is this okay? I don't know the rules and regulation, just like black well, people you, singing the N-word. Well, you would know. Well, that's true. You Maybe need to take that. a class in South <laughs> Yeah. Um, are you yeah. microaggressing there, Natalie? Yeah, we need to implement that So, because I, I did not know that was part of the education. But I did go because I want to, you know, I, this is one of our dearest friends, one of my husband's lifelong friends. And I didn't, you know. Yeah. Well, when I'm singing my rap songs, I... I say it because it's in the song. <laughs> I'm in the car alone or something. Well, yeah, when I run, when I run, it gets too. me Ooh. going. It's a good beat. Well, Steve, drop a beat. There it is. <laughs> what can I do, Chad? I mean, you have to. You, we now have to ask permission as to whether or not it's okay mm-hmm. to have something on our. Because no doubt, if it wasn't okay, you would have been canceled. You would have gotten. You would have gotten the heat. Yep. Yep. But mm. I found out it was. It's on my. It's still on my Instagram. Everybody, go to uh, Natalie Woods twenty two. <laughs> At Natalie Woods 22 on Instagram. Let's talk about a little cock justice. A little cock justice. Did he say Indian cock? man stabbed to death by a rooster after attaching a knife for a legal cockfight. Sangula Satish, 45 years old, was stabbed in the groin last week when the bird he had just armed for the fight fluttered in panic. I don't know if you guys realize, but these roosters can mess you up they have razor sharp they put on I mean, they're strong dude on mm-hmm. their feet you know they oh. have the natural things but they put the little Tengula Satish he put a three inch blade oh shoot what? put a three inch knife on the cock's uh <laughs> foot <laughs> Natalie and, uh, keeps looking at the screen waiting to see video of I do I would like yeah, to you, see I know, no, just I don't this know if you guys have ever caught a chicken or, a, or they can get a little feisty <laughs> yeah. these roosters can be pretty strong yeah and so obviously what happened was it stabbed him in the groin and cut probably his femoral artery in his thigh there. And uh, you, you, you're dead in about 90 seconds with that, if not sooner, depending on the cut. Um, the rooster the guy, survived. What's his name? The guy uh, who died? Tengulet Satish. Okay. <laughs> May rest beast. Photos of it tied with a rope and pecking on grains at the police station. <laughs> Went viral locally on social media. Um... They, they put it, <laughs> they tied it up, they put a rope on the cock and took it to the police station. I can't. Uh, I don't know if you guys realize, but these cockfights were banned in India in 1960. Uh, two birds with a knife or blade attached. They fight until one or the other dies or flees. They either die or flee. Uh, still pretty common in Telangana, Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, and Karnataka. It's like dog fights, but for with roosters. Yeah. What's that rooster's name? Uh, Gallo del Cielo. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Satish was hit by the rooster's knife. Well. Um. Yeah. But they got him. They caught him. They caught that rooster. I'm telling you, man. I. Is there, is there, is there, don't ever get don't ever get stabbed by a cock. I'm telling you, that is a bad way to go. 
bad way to go, Lisa. Is he in jail now, or did you say he was dead? I missed all that. Sorry. The rooster. No, oh, the, the rooster's, rooster's at alive. the police station tied up. Yeah. He's in jail. Yeah, he's, got pictures he's evidence, of it. It's in the evidence room, of course. In the evidence room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, speaking of, speaking of other dumb things, later. as you know, I don't know if you guys have, have been a part of this, uh, paying attention to this <coughs> crazy controversy here in the state of Texas, the University of Texas, Longhorns, you know their alma mater, the Eyes of Texas, they play the song. Uh, the, the tune is to the old, uh, I've been working on the railroad. I've been working on mm-hmm. the railroad, which I don't know. I'm afraid to sing that. Cause I, apparently that must be a racist song. Well, you'll get canceled. All the live long day. Mm-hmm. The eyes of Texas are upon you. Uh, and apparently Robert E. Lee once said the phrase that eyes of Texas are upon you. Uh, the phrase was actually coined by uh, a former president of the university of Texas, a man <clears throat> by the name of William Prather. Thank you very much. Whoa. Uh, and so in, none of the articles really talk about, but, but you have these big, big donors. They're wanting to get rid of the, of the song. It's a fight song, the alma mater. They want to get rid of the song. And a lot of these big, big billionaire donors uh, that donate to the athletics program there at Texas are saying, over our dead body. Good. You ain't changing up shit. Good. Uh, and money talks. Mm-hmm. So Steve Sarkeesian, the new uh, head coach there at Texas, he said, nope, we're keeping the song. Um, the president who's there, uh, who makes about $800,000 a year, I think he's still an interim president. We'll see uh, how that goes. But he said we're keeping the song. Uh, so UT, they're embroiled. It's a good thing. Um, you mm. know, it's just... Good stand up. I mean, they're, yeah. they're so... Good. University of Texas is so racist. It's just so horribly racist by singing the eyes of Texas are upon you. No, they're trying to make it racist, and I love that they're like, it's not happening. Yeah, no. well, it's less than 6% student body is African-American. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get into that some other time. Y'all hang tight. Be right back. <laughs> So Andrew Cuomo, that's a shit show. Wow. Oh, that guy. That got thick. Stu's eating this up. Yeah. We, me and Stu talked about Cuomo the other day on Stu Does America. <coughs> we equally dislike the guy. He's a pig. Uh, Nancy Pelosi calls the se- sexual harassment claims against Cuomo credible. I said on the news and why it matters that one person accusing him is not going to be enough because they sweep that under the road. It's going to take more people. Well, over the weekend, there was a 25-year-old aide who came out and she said that uh, Andrew Cuomo asked her if she's ever considered being with an older man. Um, so Is Nancy a, said to women who have come forward with curious incredible charges against Governor Cuomo deserve to be heard and be treated with dignity. An independent investigation must have due process and respect for everyone involved. Uh, which you remember Andrew Cuomo back during the Kavanaugh hearings, he said, you believe all women uh, must investigate, must, if we believe all women. Over the weekend, he basically admitted it by saying, yeah, I may have said some things that were taken and I didn't hire him. He's he's allowed them to hire an independent investigator to come in and find out the guy. You know, it just, it gets, what it does is it gets your eyes off of the fact that he killed a lot of people in the nursing homes. Mm -hmm. Pig. Yeah, um, that's anyway, karma too. Look, everybody said things, done things, joked things. That's what stupid. I was this say is not that ain't sexual harassment all the time. Sexual harassment is when you're doing things and you're making somebody feel harassed. Chad, have the, you ever been with an older gentleman? Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? 
Oh, Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. Call me <laughs> Sheila. Shirley, you must be kidding. I'm not kidding. And don't call me Shirley. It's Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, go to watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. We got some big shows, big, big, big shows coming up. Uh, be sure to rate us, review us, uh, five stars only, and say good things about me particularly uh, on uh, where podcasts are offered. Uh, for Candace and Mark and Natalie and Steve and Lisa Page made me do it here in Studio 22. We're going to be with you again tomorrow night. We love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.